Yeah. What is going on, everyone? This is your host, Rob. Welcome back to another episode of From My Experience Podcast. I have Tori with me. Tori, what's really good? What is popping, everybody? Good evening. And Tori has a special guest that she's going to introduce. Oh, spot. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is a very, very good friend of mine. Um, I thought that she would be a great addition. Her name is Aja. Aja, say hello. Hi, everyone. She don't really talk like that, y'all. That's one My name is Aja. Um, if y'all want to find out what I look like or something, just hit me up. There she is already. Look, when you invite a guest and they don't know how to act. Right. Back, T-H-A-C-K underscore B-O-O-J-I-E. Hey, mama. What's good? Yo, all right, listen. People be listening, yo. You, you about to get some new followers. I got melanin. Hmm. All right. <clears throat> so, Tori put me on to a series on Netflix called She's Gotta Have It, which is a Spike Lee joint, which is about the life of a young lady. Well, she's in her late 20s. Yeah, late 20s. About 26. And basically, she's just out here living life. Um, her best life. <laughs> her best life. So, part of the controversy about the show, I mean, I guess you could call it controversy, or the interesting thing I'd rather say about the show is she has a very interesting dating life. So, she was dating three guys and a girl. But mainly, uh-huh. but mainly the three guys, and like the three of them combined was like the perfect guy for her. They all had their bright points and they all had their shortcomings. And then there's also a woman. Ooh, that woman was fine. Yeah, she was. Ooh, I can't even lie. She was hell of attractive. <laughs> I, I, ain't play. I had. She to get, had it together. I had she to had hit that back button a couple times on some of them scenes. But anyway. She was so copacetic too, like, you know, it's whatever you want, mm-hmm. but I'm letting you know what I want. <laughs> she was on point with it. So we're just gonna talk about like that character and how that relates to our life and just like our opinion about the show. So hopefully you've seen it. If not, see it. Guys, fellas, you definitely need to see it because it was funny. I actually saw myself in the role of one of those characters. But I'm a, <laughs> I'm a little bit, dang both of y'all nodding your head. I, I'm I'm different because <laughs> I, I I named the dude I named the dude for each one. I ain't gonna flex. I try I tried to make myself realistic. I tried to put myself <laughs> in the role. <laughs> you have to do that. You know when you're watching something, you have to look at it and be like, all right, which one is me? All right, who would that especially be? when you want to see a different stance from it too. Mm-hmm. So I saw myself in one of those roles, and I was like, huh. Now, I couldn't put myself in a position to where my problem is, like, I'm a lover. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah, he is. Which role? <laughs> I'm a lover. The lover. So, like, if I know, like... Jamie. You can't be like, well, we're not going to be together, but you can smash and I'll hang out with you, but I do see other guys. I'm probably not going to deal with you. I can't do that. I'm selfish. So, you Jamie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except for I don't have a complicated married life with a child at home. And a white woman. She wasn't white. Yeah, she was. She was mixed. She was mixed. She was AK. Yeah. She was. She was real light skinned. Real light skinned. Yeah, she was one of those. Yeah. Don't do that. One um, of the, 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 she looked like the woman that um faked to be the president of NAWC. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Rachel. Go- <laughs> Oh, yeah, Rachel. She looked like I did Rachel. <laughs> it was close. It, yeah. But yeah, I was definitely. With Spike my... Lee ain't low. You ain't low, Spike Lee. We know what you was trying to say. <laughs> exactly. So we saw, woke. I saw myself in that role as him, man. And I was like, huh. That's interesting. I hope I don't end up in my, my bench life doing that, trying to holler at 20. Why Jamie, though? <laughs> <laughs> That's a real question. <laughs> no, I'm just so, curious. Like, um, I mean, I'm very like he he. Huh, how can I say it? I mean, he was just like straight up. He was the romantic one. I'm very romantic. 
um, about his business. I'm about my business. You know what I'm saying? Tori, you think he was romantic? I don't think he was romantic. I think he was um, sensual. He, he had a way. He was very charismatic for one. He had a way of making it work for him. Yeah, but I mean, he had, he got her all the gifts and stuff. That was me too. That's just a plus, though. That, like you know right. what I'm saying? Like she went and lacking, she went dying for that. That was just an incentive. Yeah. So again, my question is, what makes you like Jamie? Those things, man. All that stuff. The career. Because you you still you didn't tell me what your gifts meant. Like you know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't necessarily bringing. Like you know, it wasn't. It was cute. It was like a hair bow. It wasn't well, the ponytail. I give very personalized gifts. Like I give you, I give you number one. What? No, the answer is no. Um, you, tell them you're at work. If y'all don't know, Tori just got a request for something from somebody. You gotta tell them you're at work, my G. Yeah, literally, you're um, on the job. <laughs> but I mean, just like just that type of guy, like the type of guy he was, like that's the type of guy. Yeah, maybe not in. What is he? What is he? <laughs> what you mean? Like okay, you're saying you relate to him. What I'm guessing. Okay, I relate to, to him you. in that. Like basically, he's very he's very structured. He had it very much together. Other than his family life, um, he so was, he had a degree. Not necessarily. I mean, you don't need a degree to have it together. But there's well, a let's lot of people with degrees who don't. Bit. Just for a second, for those who haven't seen She's Gotta Have It, long story short, it's about a woman who's having a relationship with three people at the same time and how the other people end up finding out about each other and how they feel about it. So it's it, Build it, a Man 101.2. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and it definitely, it shows gender roles and how it kind of is reversed in a sense. Because yeah. now this is a woman, you know, doing her own thing and being completely honest about it. And who can be mad at that? And she slides in the whole, you know, shout out to the LGBT community because she also expresses <laughs> her sexuality with the um, same sex. Yeah. And I feel like, honestly, I feel like everybody and that's important, kind of, sort of. Yeah, that's really important. Feminism in general is another point that Spike Lee tried to hit on, you know? Yeah. But I feel like people should be straight up like she was anyway. Like, if you're talking to multiple people, like, just let people know. You know what I'm saying? Like... Let me know what I'm in for. Let me know. You know what I'm saying? So I almost slip up in Raw Dog one and night. Shoot. Oh, so you are the only determining factor in your situation in life. Point blank, period. And like Regardless said, of your Jamie, Mars, or yeah. what's the other guy name? Um, Greer. Mar Greer. Greer. Yeah. Greer. Greer. So regardless of them, you are at control 100% of what you do with someone. Everything was on her terms. Exactly. Yeah, that, I didn't like that. I didn't like, I would I never, it. I couldn't I do that. But that's crazy though. That brings up my point of double standards. No, but Anything I don't you can like... do, I can do better. Anything you can do, I can do too. I like anything you can do, I can do too. I'm not a you got to do everything my way type of person. I'm like, All so right. you don't you don't have several girls that have this little gratifi gratifying moment for you, but they each have something different, but they all are self gratifying. That's what you're telling me. Well, as a black male, that that doesn't exist. I didn't say it doesn't exist. I'm talking about me. It definitely exists. Okay. Like I, I ain't hating on her. Like I like I like the fact that she was straight up and it was what it was. Like people was like, oh, I've heard some people say, oh, she was slutty, she was a whore. So I'm like, dudes do it she all the it. time. So what's 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 the problem? And I was like, she's smart about it. Like she had a set amount of people. She knew them very well, and she had like like when you get further in the series, you know, she had a schedule. She was like, we gonna do this. We not gonna do that. We gonna do this. Then there's times when she was like, you know what, I need some time. So she would cut them off and still didn't go get any other side pieces. They was all cut off. Like, she had it together. Like, she was well, doing the actually, right. Well, let, let actually, me, let me clarify. She was not dealing with Opal when she was dealing with those three men. Right, true. When she cut off the three men, then she went and exclusively talked to Opal. But, but after that didn't work, she went back to her three in rotation. Yep. So again, my question to you is what makes you different? Like, I guess 
like you're saying you, you didn't agree with one stance of what she did, but you respected one thing that she did. But let's say that I am Nola and you oh. are Jamie. <laughs> Again, what's your conflict? What, 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 well, what, what is your problem is with me? Well, where I'm at in my life and is where he was too. He wanted her to himself. But he was willing to put up with what she was doing and her standards because he wanted her that bad. And he he was in a different position in life, too, because he'd already been married, already had a son. You know what I'm saying? So he he really shouldn't be dealing with it anyway. Unless you want so Nola was his sugar boy. baby. Yes. But he Because remember, yeah. he gave her money at a point in time, too. So yeah. She gave it back, but he, it he, was He bought a, a piece of artwork from her, but yeah. And then the wife found out. And he smashed his wife. And the wife got mad. <laughs> he came in that shower. <laughs> and she found out about him buying that piece of artwork. And it blew up. But that's just how I see myself. Like, I'm the guy that wants the girl. I want you to myself. Now, all these, like, and here's my thing. I'm cool with a chick wanting certain things on her terms. And, you know, I feel like you should court the lady. And definitely you want to cater to your woman. But I feel like there needs to be some compromise as well. Like, I found it crazy that the only time she would have sex with them was in her loving bed. So, she that's the only... I love it. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I, I don't know how I felt about that as a dude. I don't know. Why? Well, tell, well, if I know you dealing with other guys and you telling me this is the only place that we can have sex, I'm going to only assume that you're doing it with them, too. So, like, do I really want to come behind? And I don't know when the last time you saw this dude, do I really want to come behind him in this bed? Like, it doesn't it takes away what can be special between the two of us because you're giving it to other people. I think I have a loving bed. Oh. And I am very, I'm very particular about who enters my loving bed. And when you enter my loving bed, you know the grounds and stipulations of my loving bed. So what happens in my loving bed stays in my loving bed. It does not leave outside of these four walls. So I like that whole concept. How did How you, you fit? get here? How did you feel about the loving bed? Go ahead, give give your point of view on the loving bed, Tori. It's power. It is. It, it, it's power. Pussy um, is power. Sometimes. No. Okay, pause, pause, pause. Sidebar. Even, and I'm not sure, for those who have seen Black Panther, those who haven't, <laughs> even, even in the aspect of, you know, going back to the origin stories of Adam and Eve, there is this argument of who was first, man or woman. The and I, exactly. And that just goes back to that whole point of feminism. And in general, it's kind of like, okay, you say this to say this, but it, oh, so what? I'm a woman. I got power too. And I have a hard time understanding that considering man comes from woman. How did me this first? Put it like this. Even, even going back before that, everybody has a vagina before they have a penis. That's scientific facts. Oh my god, Alex! But that's not what we're talking about. It's definitely whatever. not what we're talking about. <laughs> okay, so going back on track, we decided, I want to make sure we cover all of the characters. We've covered Jamie. Let's go into Greer a little bit. Now, for those who again have not seen it, Greer was the sociopath of the three. He was very, very self narcissist. Yeah. Yes, he was very, very self-centered. He was very, very me, me, me. Very, very physically attractive. I mean, if that's what you like. Um, I get it, but I got the whole gay vibe from him. I ain't gonna flex, bro. Yeah, I he, was very, that. he was very flamboyant. He was very, very flamboyant. Flamboy. One of his nails but was I get painted, the too. Yes, what? his pinkies were painted silver. Yeah. and he, I didn't so notice that. Also, y'all, he was artsy. He was a photographer. Mm-hmm. Like, so really, like, like, super-duper photographer, like, a thousand percent into the culture of art. So, so it's almost oh, like him an and artist, Nola had this way. sensual I thing. I yes, Nola is an artist. She painted, she did street signs, she did a whole bunch of different pieces to kind of engulf and show who she is as a person, or as a spirit, Very more creative. so. 
She was very, very sexy on the inside too. Like she was sexy on the outside, but like her personality and and stuff like that was very sexy to me. Um, but it was clear that she still has a lot of soul searching to do. Okay, she's young. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Shows you know because throughout the whole show. Throughout the whole show, it you know it showed her youth, you know, and she showed that she likes to have fun. She likes to do crazy, spontaneous things, but all under her control. Well, so Tori, I have a question for you. What's up? My question to you would be: you saying we just said the word young, so that's kind of vague. So my next question to you would be: the whole topic of what is. Because one, we got to take in consideration that the original Spike Lee joint was in 1986. The series was in 2017. So that's relatively 30 years and difference. So my question to you would be, what exactly is a relationship type goal or by her terms type of thing would be in aspect of today in comparison from 30 years to now? So much has changed in 30 years. So much has changed. (laughs) You know, babies have Mm -hmm. made, people have died, you know, the whole, and and throughout the whole season, it kind of was a coming, coming of age, you know, um, about Nola, you know, she expressed in the very beginning, this is how she is, you know, Mm -hmm. nothing that no one, nothing that anyone says can change the way she feels. And if you're not with it, then you can go. Mm-hmm. That's something that people did not have 30 years ago. Yeah. Exactly. That is true. That's a hundred. That's a People are way more liberated mentally now than they were 30 years ago. Even though we have, as in the African-American community, we have a lot of growing to do. And that's the breaking oh. point. Even with the mental illness part, too, because if you think about it, in the thir- 30 years ago, Nola only went to a psychiatrist once. In However, the Yes. However, in this series, she makes it a reoccurring thing. So it almost puts out this image that, uh, you know, therapy or mental, not, I'm not even going to say mental illness, health. just, you know, that, yeah, mental health. Yeah. Yes, that is a better word. Mental health is something that is was once taboo 30 years ago, but it is really relevant today. And I feel like they made a good job of making it a continuous thing or something that was consistent something that's vital and i'm glad we're talking about it i'm glad we're talking about it because actually um for those who are listening last week we actually touched on mental health a little bit and how important it is and throughout the whole season of she's gotta have it the show that came out this or last year um you know something happened to her and I'm not gonna ruin it, but something happened to her where it emotionally shook her. You so can her say happened- it. Spoiler alert! If you ha- first of all, they should have seen it by now. I was mad old. That series been out for a minute. I understand. It's only been out since November. November 2017. I don't want anyone to ruin Black Panther for me. So you still? I'm going Black tomorrow. Panther. I am going tomorrow. I am going to Wakanda tomorrow. But anyway, so. Something had happened in, with to Nola that emotionally shook her. It emotionally, it caught her off guard, and she had to heal from that. It hurt her emotionally, but also physically, not to go too much in depth. But, Can I say something? But through all of the illness, through all of the hurt that she dealt with in that accident, she made art out of it. And that was mm-hmm. her way of healing. Aja? Yep. Um, not even again, not to spoil it. It just goes back to becoming socially aware would be a good thing to do as individuals today, because there are some things, even what you said, she expressed her pain and her hurt and her experiences through her art. Again, that goes back to becoming socially aware, because there were some things that were hit on in a lot of her art pieces that just basically said. Yep. You know, what is really, what What do I want versus what's reality and perception, social media perception, reality versus social media perception, slut shaming. Yeah. Yeah. True. Back to Greer, though. Let's, let's, um, so we're going to finish describing Greer, talking about Greer a little bit. Then we're going to talk about Mars. Then we're going to talk about how the three of them made... Oh. And Opal. And talk about how, well, really the three <laughs> men, but the four of them kind of made the perfect person. So, 
I think um, with Greer, <laughs> it was funny. She changed him. She changed all she those did, men. She did. She, she changed. She changed them. Um, and honestly, uh, I guess at the end we'll we'll say who she think who we think she should end up dating. Like if she if she were to pick one, who we think would be right for her or the best for her right now. I but, feel like each one of us is gonna say somebody different. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but um, and I think their connection was well. Let's go back to uh, Jamie. I think Jamie's connection to her was the fact that what she liked about him was the fact that he was quote unquote stable. And yeah. he was yes. serious. Like, she, right. She knew he wasn't going to play no game. She didn't have to worry about no other women, no fuddy-duddy stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to make love to you. This, that, and the third. Like, and that's what they were doing. That's Jamie exactly, yeah. and Nola were making love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Greer, okay. Greer and Nola were fucking. Mm. <laughs> so... Mm. Let's let's go into Mars. Wait, but Greer, his connection with her was they were both artists. Granted, he was a photographer and she was a painter slash whatever it's called when you pin stuff to the canvas. Sorry, don't know. But- <laughs> I mean, I'll be the devil's advocate. Mars was kind of an artist in a way. They're all artists because Jamie was intrigued by Noah's art. Greer was an artist and yeah. Mars just had a different way of a... a uh, of um, executing his art, that and um, maybe <laughs> seeing what he sees. Yeah, Asha, you gotta do it too. Sees. You gotta do it too. <laughs> I wish you guys could see us. We're gonna see, go on Facebook Live. Watch it. Watch what Mars does with his uh, bottom set of teeth. That's what we were doing. And his jaw, and his lips. <laughs> that dude, was mommy, wild. please, mommy, mommy, <laughs> please. Fun fact. Fun fact. Please. Sidebar, I almost got my ass beat in elementary school because I took a picture like this. <laughs> and my mama said, if you ever in your life, I mean, stooped down to me and looked me in my eyes and said, if you ever in your life take a picture like this, I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> And I hadn't did that shit since till just now when y'all see me do that dumb shit. <laughs> so, Mars, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, okay, so Oh we, shit! <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. I have well, never mind, go ahead. Greer and Jamie were both African American. But the thing that stood out well, let me let me back up. In the original She's Gotta Have It, the movie, all three of them were African-American men. However, in the 2017 version of the She's Gotta Have It show, Mars was Hispanic. Y'all want me to tell y'all the uh, the correlation of the characters? Because I know them. One the, Jamie was uh, a guy from um, the soap operas. Our grandparents just were like, I don't think it was the home. It was either the young and the restless or all my children that was jamie uh mars was spike lee and the third guy y'all remember on five heartbeats yeah. flash yeah goddamn flash that was him <laughs> and that, that describes them perfectly because even spike lee got that little quirky mars type thing going mm-hmm. on mars was probably most of our favorite characters um just because he was fresh he was fun. He was lively. And he and Nola had the most fun. Mm-hmm. He, Nola was able to escape and just be her and be her inner child with Mars. Agreed. He was hilarious. He did represent fun. It's funny. <laughs> so now we got, a three, we got a three components. We said established, charismatic, and fun. That's what she was looking. So, what was Opal? And um, we need we need a little special insight on this Opal character. <laughs> um, let me use some Opal help. was mature. She was yeah. very sophisticated. Yeah. Give us, but I guess my when I say insight, I want to know more so because it, it it does take a turn. It takes a turn in the plot, right? Right there, it's like, oh shit, she bisexual too. Like, like you know, what 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 was the real trigger point for that? You say mature, I get it. 
because guys can be kind of immature, not being biased, but just saying they can be. However, I'm I just want to know what was that. Yeah. I want to know what's that selling what? point for Opal. What was because it, it, you can you can honestly say in the plot that there was a significant amount of fireworks behind Opal's character. Yeah. Because if you think about it, it's almost like yes, she had orgasms. Yes, she did this. She did that. But it's like when she really when she got to have sex with Opal, that was a magnitude. That was a new new world. And it's almost last week we also talked about that kind of friend. We talked about kinds of friends. You know what Opal was? Go ahead. I got it. I got it. Opal and Nola had a sexual connection that even when they were serious, it was sexy to Nola. It it sexually attracted her to Nola. So despite the fact that you really didn't see them have sex more than one time, you could tell that the sexual connection was always there, even when it was serious. Okay, pause. So wait, we're I want straight. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Ladies first. We're gonna straight from the word established because if you want to say that, that means Opal and Jamie were both established. So again, what's the what's the deterring point? I mean, honestly, Greer was established too. You I mean he had a good career? I mean, he, he that had is correct. You're right. I say what he Opal, was flourishing at a, as an artist, which Nola wasn't. Opal, yeah, Opal. I would say though, she represented the dominant one. Like, yes. she let her know, I'm not finna fucking bullshit with you and you date all these dudes. Like, if you're gonna be... And, and she had a child, and the child knew about her, too. So she was like, look, we ain't gonna play all these games. Like, okay, we, we sleeping together, whatever, not. Nah, what, what you trying to do? No, nah, nah, I'm not playing these games. That, mm-hmm. On top of that, when Nola screwed up, Opal was not having it. Opal told Nola to leave. Yep. And... It hurt Nola's feelings because of the fact that Nola is still, and she is grown, but she still had those child instincts at a point in time. And Opal was mature. Opal was not playing and did not want her time being wasted. And that's what attracted Nola to Opal. So again, what was the deterring factor between Opal and Jamie? Because again, if you want to think, okay, Jamie had a kid. Opal had a kid. Jamie was established. Opal was established. The only deterring point was the marriage. Yeah, he was married. The difference between Opal and the difference between Opal and Jamie, Jamie was passive aggressive and Opal was dominant. Opal yeah. was straight to the point. When Nola said something to Jamie, Jamie and no Jamie and Nola were in the same bed together on their birthday, and Mars called and Nola picked up the phone and turned her back to Nola. I mean to Jamie. Yeah. And Jamie let it happen. Opal would not have had that. And she probably wouldn't have answered it. So maybe it's more so the long along the lines of Nola is every Opal is what Nola aspires to be mm-hmm. as a woman. Okay, I can I can roll with that. And Jamie also he would chase behind her like when something was wrong, he's blowing her phone up. Baby, what's wrong? Baby, damn, exactly. I like that. And Jamie, so it's crazy. It's crazy because it's almost like Jamie. Though we both we've all, all said that Jamie and Nola were the most compatible. Uh, I don't. So think it's so. almost like I disagree no? as well. Really? Okay, oh, so wow. we're, we're at this point already. All right. So <laughs> do you think if she were to pick one, she should pick who? I. Well, I can't say that, but I just said that seems as, you know, okay. from perception, that seemed to be most compatible with Jamie, but it was still that little, they, they kept bumping heads. Jamie and it wasn't was almost fun. like... He wasn't fun enough. If he was more fun, I don't think those other guys would have stood a chance. Uh, okay, okay, so there we go, because there, there's the difference right there, because then it's almost like, oh, well, she gets to be with a woman that's kind of spicy, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It kind of heatens up the mood. That's sexy. Exactly. Exactly. The thing about she's gotta have it though, and I'm Rob, I'm glad you asked that question. It's that we can't answer that question. Because Nola was so free and so liberated, you cannot refine her to one person. And that's no. what she exactly whole show. She she worked well with everyone, and that's because she was so free. She was open minded and did not restrict herself to one personality, one attribute at all. Yes, that is correct. But hypothetically speaking, if we had to pick one of the four for her to be with, who would you pick and why? Okay, so we're going to make it spicy. For me and Tori, me and Tori got to pick a dude. 
and you gotta pick who you are. You said Jamie, but oh yeah, okay. who are y'all? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I kind of have an idea. Um, I think. Well, I don't know you, so I can't say I know who you are. Tori, I definitely have an idea. Tori, you go first. You go first, Tori. I'm your guest. I'm your guest. <laughs> I'm not like Jamie. Definitely not. At all. I'm not like Mars. I'm too se- I'm too serious like that. I-, I feel like I'm too serious to be a Mars. You think I would be a Mars? Are you serious? Mars? You're a Mars type of dude? I'm not. Okay. She's gotta Who do you have think it. you be? Okay, you uh, think you'd be Opal? I don't know. I think I would be a combination of Opal. I don't. I don't know. You know, I'm. Uh, don't that act, is I'm, a hard one. This is a yeah. I'm. You know. I'm very intricate. You all like. I'm very very hard to. I know what I want. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. I definitely know what I want in someone. But as far as you know, categorizing me into one of those characters, I would be on a spectrum. So let me think about it, Rob. (laughs) I'd be like, I mean, like I said, I'm Jamie, but I'm more fun than that. Like, I went on a date to Carowinds. Like, you can't just be a boring ass, you know, like, that romantic stuff is cool, but, like, you gotta spice shit up, you know what I'm saying? Um, And you gotta have more of an open mind. Like, he was very rigid. You know what I'm saying? He felt like, and you can't always feel like you know better, just because you're older or more established. You know what I'm saying? Like you still gotta allow that person their freedoms. But Aja, who are you? <sighs> I gotta be spicy. I gotta be spicy. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go for Greer. I'm gonna go for Greer, and that's crazy because it was such a guilty pleasure. I was like, "Fuck! <laughs> Why do I like this man?" Damn! Oh wow, and he actually looks. Bitch, wow. don't you even go there. <laughs> wow. And that's why like I was eating me up. You know, you was, know, Rob. You know exactly. Well, okay. Like, let me say this, Rob. We're not gonna say what he know. looks like. Don't, don't drag looks. me in the middle. It's anything. not even looks. It's not looks. It's not looks. It's not looks. It's the charisma. It's the passion. And know. it's the it's the the spontaneity. Okay. I have my answer now, and it's crazy. It just took me a second to kind of really think about it, opposed to just impulse talking. Um, But I definitely would be a combination of Mars and Opal. Um, I have points in times where I'm just serious, and I'm going to be straight to the point with you, and that's that. Um, But at the same time, I love having fun and having that escape. So definitely a combination of the both, considering me, you know. (laughs) Considering you're what? Um, not just sexuality, but, um, my point of views as far as life and being able to just live in the moment because you can't get time back. And that's something that Nola really did recognize. Say that one more again. You cannot get your time back. You need to live in the moment, and it that really does, you know, help you understand who you are. I personally feel as though no one knows who they are yet. So yeah. All right. So if y'all had to pick one of the four for, I was about to say Aja, Lord Jesus. If y'all had to pick one of the four for Nola, (laughs) for Nola to date, who would, (laughs) (laughs) who would it be and why? Y'all want me to go first? Yes. (laughs) I knew he was gonna take that cop out. Um, honestly. This is funny because this is actually probably my deepest desire. Pause before I give this answer because I don't want y'all to think I desire this dude because I don't. I was just about to. Uh, exactly. Uh, I was just saying, When y'all. I give the rest of the. You should know better than that. Um, When I give the rest of the answer, y'all understand. I think if she had to pick one of them, it should be Greer. Um, And I said. <laughs> 
I say that because when you have a passion for someone for something and someone shares that passion with you, there's nothing like it. Like their sex was different. She was different around him and she actually changed him. I don't think she made had as much as an impact on the other three as she did him. Like she made him realize, yo, it's I not really about all the time. Right. I want her. Like I want to really be with her. Like I'm not messing with these other chicks. Now he done been ran through. You know what I'm saying? But that passion that he fed and then someone to really under to have someone in your life to understand your passion and truly relate, not just support it, but like understand it. That's extremely hard to find. Extremely. Also, I know it's a sidebar because we're talking about her sexual relationships. But also in the show, we do learn that Nola has friends. Nola has a village behind her who yep. are supporting yep. her despite the fact that she's making these sexual decisions that her friends don't necessarily agree with. Mm -hmm. She had three friends who are all very, very different. Yeah all very very have their have their different point of views their different dreams and aspirations we have an african what is it diaspora someone who was into that yeah we had a stripper yep and oh then my we had, God. yeah and it goes back to the whole you know perception versus reality yeah. The stripper friend made her butt with Donk. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah. I get where he was going there. It was a bad point there. He didn't use a good example with that point. But I get where he was going. He was going for the whole Kim K type thing. Yeah. It was a mess. It was a hot mess. Literally but a mess. She's got to have it as amazing because it, there were so many different points around liberation. And about living your life to the fullest without anybody else's input. Because I personally feel as though only you can decide who you want to be. And when other people try to influence that, that's when you have gray areas. I agree. So, do both of y'all like to be in control? Y'all were very nodding your head and very into the fact that, you know, she, she established control and she was in control for the most part. Is that what Aja, I'm gonna say no. Aja, Aja and I are very dominant people, and that's why she's my friend. We're straight to the point, and we're not gonna take any crap <laughs> from anyone. So, you know, we we intimidate people, and we have a hard time. Really? We have a hard time. I don't get that from you, Aja. I could see. Okay. Well. She look like she fight niggas, but go ahead. Ah! <laughs> Y'all, I look rough. I look rough around the edges, bro. Nah, you, you don't look rough. I promise you that. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to feed off of what Tori was saying. Wait, y'all didn't even pick Yeah, because he wasn't listening to me. I was listening to you. And I agree. I don't see that. I agree. However, the only thing that's hearing from what you said, I would say for me personally... At the end of the day, I do believe in that man and woman role. And when I say that I believe that a man is a provider, I feel like a man is my safe haven. I feel like a man is supposed to protect me. Now, regardless of who makes the most money, I'm going to put my money in my man's hand and tell him to pay the bills. So that's my point of being submissive. But do I take shit? No. I don't. Do I have a bar or a standard set? It's very, very high. And will I take excuses? I will not. And will I take substandard work or effort? I will not. So what are some of y'all standards? I just said them. Well, Tori. I, it's the same, but you don't see that from me, so I don't know. I haven't gotten that from you. And I can't say... I could see that from her, but I don't know that because I don't know her like I know you. I just have never seen that side of you before. That's great. You're very Marzy to me, like I said. And that's sad. But you're, you're not that... I mean, you're not... You like, don't you, like Mars, but you I love Mars. Yeah, you're cool, but you're not... I don't see you as a goofball, though. I was questioning. Maybe you don't know me. But that's a, that's to totally... That's a tangent. So let's go back into the show. Um... Um, yes, y'all have to pick someone for Nola. I would I say Greer. He would say Opal. 
I was but. going to just say Opal. <laughs> she was happy. She was. She was. was she? She, was she was. She was happy, but she, she, was. she wasn't ready. She was happy, but again, like she said, Opal, Opal wasn't going to take no shit. Nola was not matured enough. She was not in her final form. So she wasn't ready for Opal, no. I agree. It wasn't exactly. So it's almost like Nola had the way to say who was good and who wasn't for her. Who good and who wasn't. Who was good and who wasn't good for her. But Opal had the dictation of saying whether Nola was good or not enough for her. And that was the turning point. Very. Because Nola couldn't, Nola couldn't determine that situation. She wasn't in control of Opal. It was either you get with it or get lost. And that's what ended up happening. Until Thanksgiving. <laughs> Until Thanksgiving. There was, there was a Thanksgiving snippet in here? The yeah, very last thanks- episode. Yeah, the last episode. When they all came over? Yeah, but at the end of the night, at with the couple, end of the night, um, it was a prank song. Obviously, for those who have not raspberry seen beret, Benet. What what is it? Beret. At the very end, the very last episode, for those who haven't seen it, Nola invited everyone over to her house at the same time, and they all met each other. <laughs> um, she was brutally honest. You all asked me who the other guy was. You are the other guy. And they all met each other. And they couldn't be mad at it. Of course, at first it was dry. Of yeah. course, at first there was tension. But as time went on, they couldn't be mad because Nola was honest the entire time. Didn't yep. I tell you that I was a savage? Fuck your white horse in a carriage. And they, they threw a tribute to Prince in there, too. Yeah, the Raspberry Beret. I thought that was dope. I did, too. Feel like the playlist was, you know, a little subliminal itself, but you had to actually know the songs that we're using. One was an actual sample and a snippet from the original movie. Mm. The transitions with the whole "I am not" whatever there. Yeah, that little. Mm-hmm. That Spike Lee is a clever guy. Tori, he is. Your point <laughs> about the end. What what you were saying about them in the bed. Uh, I'm you not sure. You don't remember? You said that they basically the end to... of the end of the show because, like, throughout the whole show, you kind of get your own perception. Mm-hmm. And at the very, very last episode, it cut. Of course, they're dancing around, and you get you get to choose. You get to have your own perception of how it ended. Um, and without giving too much, obviously. <laughs> They all came over. They all started dancing. Nola they could all... cook too, by the way, y'all. Go ahead. Nola could cook. Um, Say they it all... one more time. Nola... That last little snippet. Nola could cook. They mm-hmm. all ate. They were all dancing around, and it can be insinuated that something might have happened after, like a orgy or something or some... along those lines. Um, because of how liberated they were, because of how free they all were. And at the end, there wasn't an issue. They all were kind of in kind of like a drained feet. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, there's a there's a, a definitely a, a black people joke at the end that I don't want to spoil that came across the screen Star Wars style. But yeah, um, it kind of, they kind of leave it up into your interpretation. Um and it's funny because Tori thought one thing and I thought something else. So I was like, that's dope. I like stuff like that. That makes you open your mind and really think beyond what you're just seeing in front of you. Most that's, definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. It was definitely amazing. If you haven't seen it, please check it out. Um, I personally haven't seen the movie. So I will be checking that out this weekend. Um, most definitely. But it was amazing. Um, everyone has their own point of view. Everyone has their own, what if this happened? What if this happened? Mm-hmm. You know, I personally could have seen Opal and Nola raising Opal's daughter. You know, I could have 
seen that. Could I have seen Jamie and Nola raising Jamie's son? No. I didn't see that so, either. I think uh, an overall recap for me would be the fact that Oh shit, I lost my train of thought. Damn. Y'all keep talking. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, like like you said, mm-hmm. like I could see I could see the ending with Opal and I could definitely see an ending with Greer because her art career would flourish. I could see him helping her get to that next level of art. Mars. It was fun. It, it was, was cute. It was fun. <laughs> and he, yeah, he ended up being my favorite character, man, which was hilarious. Even though Mars wasn't going anywhere. Right. He he probably he Mars for those again who haven't seen it. Mars is the type of guy where you go away to school and you come back and he's doing the same thing. <laughs> like, Damn, I never thought that. about it like that. And so, <laughs> Mars is still on the block riding his bike. That bike blew me. Yo, when he prayed to Jordan. I was on the floor. He prayed to Jordan. Yes, he prayed to Jordan. <laughs> he prayed to two, three. Them white socks, like all jokes aside, <laughs> if you want to ever turn me off, put white socks on <laughs> while we are supposed to be engaging in adult consensual sexual encounters. Wear white socks. Because it's like your ankles acrylic. Like, it's just bad. It's just bad. It's just bad views with the white socks. Like, that shit with me. I'm glad you say that. Um, One of y'all has to remember. <laughs> Who was she with when she said something about the other guy? Oh, okay. She was with... Okay. So, on Nola's birthday, who had the same birthday as Malcolm X, shout out to a real one, Nola and Jamie were in I bed. Despite Lee joint. <laughs> Nola and Jamie were in bed and Jamie wrote Nola a poem that Nola just thought was the corniest, wackest thing ever. <laughs> and as soon as as soon as Jamie ends the poem, the scene cuts and you just hear Mars laughing because I guess Nola had told Mars what yeah. happened. So they were very honest with each other. They were very, very open. Mars thought Jamie was just a cornball. And it was cute. It was cute. The other part, though, she was having sex with one of them, and she said something about the other one, too. I forgot. Take me to Mars. She did. She did. Was it, was she with I think Greer? Ah, was... uh, I think it was Jamie. You okay? Bloop, bloop, bloop. I heard it, but oh. I still, oh. All right, you all. Um, okay. Okay. Clearly, I missed something, but. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. I just had to handle some business. Oh. Well, all right. Dang, I wish I remember my point. It was a good point. Dang. Dang, it was my rapping. It was, it was amazing clothing. because Nola, Nola definitely was a role model to a lot of African American women as soon as that came out because Nola was exactly what we wanted. Ah. I'm glad you said that. That goes back to my closing point. My closing point was if you really want to put it, and I'm not, I don't want to put my business on the front street, but I am a parent. I, I am a single parent. But however, just thinking, dang, 30 years ago, and, you know, looking at, you know, 20 years from now, my daughter will be relatively the same age as me. And it really brought that conversation to the table and made it easier to put things that we experienced in retrospective to our elders, quote unquote. Because it's like, though the same things are happening all over again, it's to a different magnitude. So, for example, a staple, a staple in, a common staple in She's Gotta Have It is weed. It's a casualty. It's like a cup of wine. Yeah. Weed is used as a cup of wine. But that wasn't depicted 30 years ago. However, we do know that each one of our parents did do what? Yeah. Marry exactly. who? <laughs> okay. So that just kind of makes that common, Mary that neutral Jane. factor for us to be able to really talk about it. And, you know, it won't be as taboo or it won't be as 
conservative. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, you, you know, mama, this is what it is. This is where I'm at. This is what my friends are doing. I'm confused. Let's talk about it. Right. Her parents were very supportive of her, of her too. I don't think they were aware of her crazy lifestyle, though. But no. Did y'all catch that the um her mama was the friend from the original movie? I haven't seen the I original. I haven't seen it either. I need to go. Ah, uh, well, it's on. They're both on Netflix. But the original, the friend that she fell out with, quote unquote, is Nola's mama in the Thirty Years Later version, the series. Huh. I need to go back. And that's why I was like, y'all, y'all got to see both before you do it. I ain't had time. My bad. I, I got to go back it. and see it. But I ain't going to hold y'all. I appreciate your time and y'all energy and y'all input. This is a bomb-ass show. Hopefully this brings about some dialogue and some peace and some comfort to somebody out here in these streets. Um, thank you again, Tori, for bringing this to my attention. Cause I looked at the series and I read the description and I ain't gonna lie. I judged it cause I'm very, I hold, especially black women, I hold y'all in very high regard. And I was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to agree with the way she's being depicted. I don't know. I heard some stuff, but because I value what Tori says, I was like, all right, let me watch it. And she made me watch the whole thing. And once I started, I couldn't stop. <laughs> And I'm glad I did. So take a chance. Look at it. I think y'all will really like it. Um, y'all want to say y'all goodbyes? Any final shout outs? Your Instagram or whatever y'all want to do? Tori Cornelia. But y'all knew that already. I, I appreciate y'all for listening. I hope that you have a fantastic evening. And for real, for real, like watch She's Gotta Have It um, yourself if you haven't already. Peace, love and cocoa butter and tea tree oil. Thank you all again for listening. Don't forget, from my experience podcast on Facebook, send us a request to join the group. In the group, we put up various polls to get people's opinions. Um, we oftentimes post about future topics to get your feedback. If you want to give us some additional feedback, you can hit us up from my experience podcast at gmail.com. Send us your questions, your comments, and we'll respond on the show. Don't forget, we're on Instagram, FME underscore podcast. That's the new name, FME underscore podcast, to follow us for our crazy antics on Instagram. We are also on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. So whatever one of those you like to use to listen to. We're working on a couple more outlets. Hopefully, they'll be coming soon. But anyway, thank you for your continued support, and I'll holla.